Welcome to Stall Warning, a show talking all things lacrosse. I am your host, Panchito Ojeda. And joining me today is Chapman midfielders Justin Shields from the class of 2012 and Tyler Stanley from the class of 2015. Fellas, how are we doing today? We are doing great up here in Seattle. How about you, Justin? I'm doing well in Venice Beach. It's sunny. I can't complain. Very thankful to have been invited on this podcast. Thank you for having us. Oh, thanks, fellas. It's awesome. I'm I'm so jealous of you guys. I'm in Virginia, and we are having thunderstorms, so the power could go out at any moment, and they could put an end to this wonderful uh, conversation we're going to have. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> we better talk fast. <laughs> nah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, so, fellas, hey, before we get into what we want to talk about, which is kind of uh, about this this movement and George Floyd and the and the run that you guys did, and the inspiration you provided a lot of people, let's let's talk a little bit of lacrosse first. Um, so, Justin, you played at Chapman from 2010 to 2012. Uh, if I have my my dates correct, and the MCLA website's not wrong, that's correct. Um, tell us about your experience there, like. What was it like? Um, so I actually started off my career at Notre Dame Denimir in Belmont, Division II school. Um, had a pretty good freshman year there, but I wanted something different. I wanted a new experience, and I actually saw Chapman play Michigan on ESPNU. And that was pretty incredible to see a West Coast team playing on TV. So I got in contact with the coach, applied, got in. And transferred schools. You know, when I when I got there, we actually had Connor Martin. I don't know if you remember him. Um, yeah, Con- 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 Chill. He was actually one of the first Chapman lacrosse players I met. Super cool guy. Um, pretty much accepted me right away. Joined the team. Started on the second line my sophomore year. There had a pretty good season. And the next two years, um, made first team All American midfielder. So it was actually a pretty good career. Couldn't complain. Got to play with some great players, play under Dallas Hartley, a great coach and a Sonoma State alum. Right. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah, and you guys, you, know, you shepherded that program through a big coaching change with uh, Coach Wood, who had led him to the championship, mm-hmm. led you guys this season, uh, or the championship game, rather, two, two years in a row. And uh, the change to partly and ultimately paying off with a championship in 2016. Is that right? 2017? Mm-hmm. I think they went undefeated that year, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, I think guys like you were key to kind of building that and like setting the stage for, you know, for your teammate here, Tyler, to, to come in and have a big impact. Um, and so, Tyler, tell us about your experience. How did you end up at Chapman? And What's your yeah, story? Sure. So uh, I'll tell a funny story, actually, how Justin and I became friends. <laughs> so, yeah, I was actually looking at a few smaller Division three schools on the East Coast, uh, but I had an older brother that was playing at Chapman as a goalie, uh, and he convinced me to come out to California, live the Orange County lifestyle. So my first experience at Chapman, actually, I visited when I was a senior in high school, and I think Justin would have been a junior that year. That's correct. So they threw me uh, into one of the practices. And I played attack at the time. You know, I was kind of a scrappy rider. Uh, but I, by no means was I uh, a good defender at all. And so they threw me into this uh, Chapman practice and uh, at midfield. And I got to guard Justin, who I don't know if you've seen him play, but has one of the shakiest split dodges you've ever seen. 
And one of my first, probably within the first minute of stepping onto the field, uh, I'm going one-on-one with Justin at the side of the cage. And I think he's, he got probably 10 to 15 feet of separation on his split dodge. And I nearly fell on my ass. And then that was kind of it from there. You know, he took me out that night. We had a few drinks. Uh, and that's, that's how we became friends. But oh, yeah, cool. my, yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Uh, but my freshman year, I had kind of an unorthodox career uh, in terms of my college lacrosse career. Freshman year, I came in, was playing really well during the fall. I actually broke my toe right uh, mid-season, and so I wasn't able to finish the season and get much playing time. And then sophomore and junior year, I actually took those years off uh, because uh, for academics, I was in a program that had a lot of conflict with the, the lacrosse schedule. Uh, so I ended up coming back my senior year. That was really my only full season. And I think that's when we, uh, that's when we played you guys. Panchito uh, scored yeah. some goals. We had, a good, we had a good run. We lost Grand Canyon in the semifinals. Uh, and that was kind of my, you know, that, that was great for me because I didn't really get a college lacrosse experience until then. So, uh, and I had a great, great time that season. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, funny story about your your intro. We've done that with a few players, bring them into practice, uh, both on Sonoma and uh, and here at Virginia Tech. And it's always funny when the the players come in and they they have that that moment that you have. It's I always laugh because I always like grab their ankle or grab their knee, like, oh yeah, I tweaked it. You're like, no, you just got roasted, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. But uh, that's cool, man. Well, yeah, it was certainly a great. I, I was telling you guys before the we started recording you know, that that was a tough loss in in twenty fifteen. It was really good teams and a lot of fun, and it was uh, man, that was a long bus ride home. We we got on that bus and we're like, man, we could have we lost one. We should have should have had those one goal games are killer, right? You just hate oh. those. Oh yeah, that was a tight one. Yeah, that's the similar story with uh, us losing to Grand Canyon in the semis. Uh, except we didn't have to take a bus ride home. We just walked back. Our house is on <laughs> campus, which was almost worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That that might actually be worse. Um, yeah, playing at home, losing in front of all your friends like that. So, oh man, but but good good year and and good careers for both you guys. Uh, certainly enjoyed uh, watching and coaching against you guys. So, um, but let's talk about why we got you on here, which is you know your forty eight for Floyd and. Um, I'm not sure which one of you wants to start, but, you know, just tell us like, well, where that come from? And then, um, you know, we can just kind of talk about it and what it means in today's world. Um, Justin, you want to give your perspective? You kind of started it off and then I'll, I'll give mine. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we all know what happened with George Floyd. Um, uh, early, was early May, uh, late May, late May. And, you know, it was, it was a rough time. There was, there was a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the world right now. So my mind was pretty scatterbrained. I talked to a lot of family members about what was going on, reaching out to a lot of friends, um, both friends of color and, um, and um, white friends as well. And it was, I believe it was a, a Thursday. It was a Thursday. It was a Thursday. Before, it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday before we started the 48 for Floyd, which we started the next day, Friday. And, and I was riding my bike. I, w- I went on a lunchtime ride and one of our favorite, I guess you can say like mentors, idols, both Tyler and I, he actually introduced me to him, David Goggins. 
he does once a year a four miles every four hours for 48 miles um, challenge. It's, it's, he's, it's just his, his whole thing is stepping out of your comfort zone, trying something new and, and pushing the limits because we live in a state of comfort. We live, um, and I thought this would be a perfect, I guess, opportunity, um, just something to keep my mind busy and kind of distance myself from what was going on. So I actually called Tyler up and I said, Hey, do you want to do this challenge with me? Do you want, do you want to, do you want to run 48 miles with me this weekend? He actually had some plans. <laughs> he had plans. Um, and remember this is Thursday and we started Friday. He had plans that next day and all weekend. Um, he had just moved to Seattle and he's trying to ingrain himself into <laughs> the city. So he said, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. You're my best friend. Let's knock this out. And he came up with the idea. He was like, you know what? Let's um, let's throw the idea on Kickstarter. I'm mean, a uh, Kickstarter. Let's let's throw it on, on GoFundMe. Let's let's see if we can get some some um, funding and let's donate it to a good cause. And I said, that's why I love you. That is a brilliant idea. That is a brilliant idea. I said, let's get started on this right away. So I finished the bike ride, set up the GoFundMe, and the rest is history. I'll let Tyler fill in from his uh, perspective and we'll, we'll dive deeper eventually. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 That, that really, uh, so it was that Thursday and this was a workout that we had seen mm-hmm. David Goggins post like a couple months before. And we were like, Oh, that's wow. interesting, but that's really intense. You know, 48 hours straight. Should we do it? But it's like, you don't want to sacrifice a whole weekend for something like that. And it kind of just got swept under the rug. And then Justin called me up. He's like, hey, man, I'm thinking about doing this 48-mile challenge. And I was like, oh, man. crap. And I was like – but he told me, you know, he's got his mind. Everything was happening with Floyd, you know, and and Justin's my best buddy. And, and I wanted to support him. You know, if he was going to do it, it's something – in some context, Justin and I have a history of liking to do these uh, extremely pressing physical feats together like i think it was 2016 we did an iron man in mexico uh, we like to go on long oh. runs long bike rides it's kind of been a, a bedrock of our friendship is this type of uh, physical activity so he calls me up and i think at first justin called me and i was very hesitant you know <laughs> we talked on the phone and i was like all right i texted him back i was like you know what man if you do it i'll do 24 hours i'll do the first day and then because I was, you know, I had some plans that I had to do. And then I thought about it for like 10 more minutes. And I was like, you know what? So like, if he's going to do the whole thing, then screw it. So like, I'm joining him for the full 48. And then, yeah, like we were like, if we're going to do this, we're going to try to wa- raise awareness. We might as well launch a GoFundMe, see what we can do with it. And so Justin and I have no experience doing any type of a fundraiser. I've never done anything on GoFundMe. Never done anything like this. We're like maybe we'll raise a couple thousand bucks. Like we'll see what, where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of – Justin spun something up real quick. We started sharing it on social media. And I think if I remember correctly, we launched this Thursday evening. Yes. And before we had even run a mile, mm-hmm. we started the challenge at 7 p.m. Friday night. Before we had run a mile, we had raised $11,000. So it That's was just problem. like – yeah, I was like, okay, this is – it's starting to pick up some steam, starting to pick up some traction, and that's how it really took off. 
Yeah, that's awesome. It was, I mean, it got to me, you know, I don't follow either of you guys on social media, or at least I didn't. I, I guess I will now. Uh, but, uh, you know, I saw it through da- Coach Dallas's uh, post, which was cool to, to see that. And, and it was awesome to see all these people get behind you guys and raise this money, you know. It was, um, but I'm, I'm interested to know how it went. Like, what did you guys talk about? What did you think about? Like, what was the... You know, while you're running, you're obviously running for a cause and you, you're probably thinking about George Floyd and like police brutality and what all that means to you. And you know, how did that, how did that go? And kind of in terms of your internal like thought process and conversations, it must've been pretty intense. I would assume. Oof. You want to start Tyler? Uh, yeah, I can give you some insight into that. <laughs> so, so it was pretty exciting at first because we were raising so much money, you know, you're out there, you're, you're excited. That's, uh, and that's something we were really grateful for was that Justin and I don't have that many followers on social media, but we started to get so many people sharing it and that's how it really took off. So at first, you know, I was just thinking like, wow, this is awesome that so many people are getting behind this, uh, that we can get it, that we can get people involved, uh, in this movement that otherwise maybe wouldn't have known how to get involved. Uh, but then when it really started to get tough, you know, like we had runs, at 11 p.m., 3 a.m., 7 a.m., I think the main key idea that I stuck with in my head, uh, there was actually a couple. For me, it was the whole experience I was trying to, you know, because I'm white and I come from a place of absolute privilege, 100%. Uh, and so I was trying to go through some personal struggle to try to get an idea uh, albeit I'll never be able to truly experience what it's like to be a person of color uh, in this world, but trying to get an idea for at least 48 hours of, of just some struggle, you know, because other people are out there struggling every single day. So I can go and struggle to try to raise awareness for, for 48 hours. Uh, so that was the main thing. But then the other thing I would think of, you know, was uh, Justin and I have been friends for uh, a long time now, probably 10 plus years. And Throughout the course of our friendship, there have been multiple uh, experiences that I've seen uh, people act in a racially charged way towards my friend, towards Justin, uh, and just thinking about those experiences uh, and realizing, you know, this is a problem. Uh, I got to try to do my best to have some empathy uh, and try to understand what it's like to to live that life, you know, because it's so different. I, I don't have these problems that... Uh, people of color have in the United States and all across the world, okay. uh, to to be frank. So, so yeah, that that's what I like to think about, you know, because because I've seen that, I've seen that multiple times in, in my friendship with Justin. So, yeah. Um. So let's see. I'll jump in here. Um. So it it started after we figured out what we were going to do, and we both committed. We both started looking at organizations that we can send the funds to. And right. we landed, did a little research, we landed on Campaign Zero, and their main focus is, I'm pretty sure you've seen it, I'm all over social media, all over the news, is defunding the police. Now, yep. what I grew up in the Oakland area, Oakland Bay area, um, area, so what I noticed there is the after-school programs, the city programs, the youth programs aren't as popular, and they're not as well-funded as, let's say, if you're familiar with the Bay Area, as let's say um, a Walnut Creek or a Moraga, a Rinda area. Um, so what 
draw what drew me to this organization was, well, let's try and defund the police, put funds into these programs so um, individuals that grow up in this area can actually have a chance to succeed at the same level as individuals from these other more affluent cities. So that's how we landed on this organization. But in my mind, like Tyler said, once we started running, once that seven o'clock run actually hit, it's all momentum. It's, it's, um, um, it's all adrenaline. Like Tyler said, we did an Ironman together and we were so excited to run I don't know if we slept the night before, to be honest. We got out there, and then as soon as we finished that swim, I remember we looked at each other and was like, gosh, we still have a bike and a run to do. So so it, it was the same thing. Once we started that 7 o'clock run, we were excited. Once we finished that 11 o'clock run, we were still excited. It wasn't until we hit that 3 a.m. run where we are like, we are in it now. We are actually in it now, but I know that's why Tyler and I are friends. We both have that no quit attitude. Like we are actually going to have to be dragged. Like someone's going to have to drag us or something like that's going to happen for us to stop. Like I, it, it never crossed our mind one time, but we made a pact in the beginning. Like we're going to be in this together. So we actually FaceTimed each other um, during each run. FaceTime each other oh, wow. throughout each run. Yeah, it, it is that important because it's not just me running. It's not just Tyler running. We're in this together. We um, sure. made sure to take pictures and videos after each run to keep the people updated on what we're doing. Because, yes, people can get behind the cause, but they also – individuals just – people by nature, they love to see what's going on, and they love to see people struggling. They like the inside, behind-the-scenes view. So that's something that also um, motivated us as well, that we had to be on top of this. And honestly, between that, um, between what was going on with Floyd, between all the DMs and text messages that we received during that 48-hour period – I, to be honest, I wasn't tired any of it, any of it. Yeah. I was just so motivated and wanting to complete this. And honestly, during that 48 hours, Tyler and I turned into just pure activists. Um, yeah. I never really considered myself one before, but during it, gosh, um, sending emails to multiple organizations, Campaign Zero, trying to collaborate it. it. It was a fun ride. It was a fun ride. We didn't really, I didn't really have a, an opportunity to feel tired or my body to feel sore. And if it was, I didn't notice it because my mind was elsewhere. That's awesome though. But that's, that knows, you know, you've got something when you can just set aside all the physical pains and you're just focused on what you're accomplishing. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's, that's great, man. It's, it's awesome to hear kind of some insight into the, some of that thought process. And, you know, certainly, you know, from my perspective, as I was telling you guys before the, on the call, the, you know, I'm I'm a white male and grew up in a, in a pretty privileged environment, and uh, I've adopted two brown kids. and And right after we adopted them, we knew, you know, we had to be more cognizant of what what goes on around us. There's just people. There's actual racial inequalities and racial injustice. And it doesn't matter where you live or or what's going on. It's just a fact, and we have to shed light on that and help people be given equal opportunity and, and be able to chase that, you know, the elusive American dream that's really limited in, in scope and, um, you know, open up the doors for other people. So, you know, but I think, uh, this run was a great way to shed some light. So, you know, you 
you had this great inspiring weekend and it's it's awesome and you know I can't stress enough and thank you for doing it but so it comes to a close right and how did you guys kind of end it and then what have you been doing since then or what are what are your thoughts on like next things you guys might want to do and how can we help you so that's a great question so (laughs) (laughs) yeah so after we finished well during it like i said it picked up steam you saw it from dallas right you saw it weekend two so we're going to get into that um so weekend one tyler we're like tyler said we're very privileged we're very thankful um we have a lot of friends that are doing a lot of great things and we were actually connected with Netflix and Google. Um, do you want to talk about this, Tyler, since this was you, you talk about this and we'll, I'll hop back in a week and two. Yeah. 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 So yeah, something I think just the, the wave of support was incredible and you got to acknowledge like that was, that was absolutely something that like made it wasn't easy, but it definitely made it a lot easier than it would have been had this just been a rogue 48 miles, mm-hmm. you know? So we got so many people supporting in, uh, and then we, you know, just have these random people contacting us on Instagram or whatnot. And somebody reached out and said, Hey, you know, are you, are you guys getting anybody to match your donations? Uh, and I'd seen other people doing these corporate matching, uh, fundraisers and whatnot, but we had that, we didn't know how to, to, uh, to get access to that. And somebody reached out like, look, like we think what you're doing is awesome. Uh, and we have some contacts at Netflix and Google and Apple. Uh, so if you guys are interested, we can set you up with them. Uh, so it turned out we ended up going with Google. Uh, Google was able to uh, keep the exact same uh, donation destination, which was campaign zero. And they were able to match uh, our total fundraising amount, 100%. So I think the final dollar amount that we reached after weekend two was $30,000. So with a grant, yeah, with the grand total, with the Google matching being $60,000 going directly to campaign zero. So that was great. 58, 58. Yeah. yeah, We can't forget about the 3% GoFundMe fees. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, 58. Uh, But yeah, it's great work. It's great work, guys. Yeah, but Justin, here's the crazy part. We did this the first weekend. Justin went and did it again the next weekend, the whole thing. And that's how we were able to close it out and get so much money. So, yeah, you want to talk about that, Justin? Yeah, so after – so I'm I'm very thankful. I am so thankful. So Tyler joined on. Tyler is one of four kids, three boys, three boys. So I actually live with Tyler's older brother, James. Wow. He did it with me. He did all 48 miles. He did all 48 miles with me. Tyler did all 48 miles. And then they have like the youngest brother, Matthew. He did all 48 miles in Colorado by himself. Mm-hmm. So all three Stanley boys did it. And at the, at the end of the 48 miles, the young one, Matt, said that he had more friends that wanted to do it with us. And they were wondering if we were going to do it another weekend. And <laughs> this is one of those things where, okay, the adrenaline has worn off. We've raised a good amount of money. I believe we're at about $20,000 at this time. I, I'm like, Tyler, like, we're good. We can step back. We've, we've done our piece. It's been a solid four days. Uh, let's donate the money now. And yeah. um, 
And we decided, you know what, why not? It literally happened the next day. And also we, we kind of partner with a, a running club in Los Angeles called Here We Run. Um, they're connected to Nike Run Club. So they actually set up a, a Nike Run challenge on the application, on the, on the phone application. So they wanted to do it again as well. I discussed it with Tyler and I said, why not? Let's keep it going another another week. We have people reaching out to us saying um, that they were upset that they missed the run the previous weekend because we started it so abruptly. Um, they More people wanted to know if the donation would be available, if they'll be able to donate more to the GoFundMe page. So after one conversation, because we, we both work really quickly, we really don't think about um, consequences or things before we do it, um, we decided to continue it and launch 48 for Floyd round two. So we ran the whole thing over the following weekend. Well, let's correct that. Justin ran the whole thing. I stepped in for a couple of the runs, (laughs) but it was great because we had this huge wave. You know, one of our good friends in Colorado and Denver, actually Mario Conte shout out. uh, He runs a clothing store and he got a big community of people in Denver uh, and led them through the uh, the forty eight mile challenge. So it just picked up so much support. We we're like, you know what? Like people are so stoked on this whole thing. We can't just shut it down. You know, like we gotta we gotta keep doing this. And we're ra- we're still raising so much money, and mm-hmm. people are loving it. People are being active. You know, so it's uh, it, it was just working so well. And then you know we ended up sh- eventually winding down. And then I guess Justin, you wanna. You want to uh, give them some insight into what we're thinking for for next steps in the future. Next step, also, but you shouted out, um, you shouted out Mario. Also, want to do another shout out and how tight the lacrosse community is, and just how much awareness was spread throughout the the second weekend. So we actually had runners in Amsterdam, we had runners in Switzerland, we had runners in Copenhagen. Um, we had international runners, London as well. Um, so that was uh, a cool part of continuing at the second weekend, but also, so I graduated in 2012. I don't know if you played against him, but there was an actually a first team all American attackman named Wesley Greeson who played at Chapman yeah. as well. He's a stud. Yeah. He played, he played with, with Tyler. So he saw what Tyler was doing. And he saw that we were doing another weekend. He reached out to Tyler and asked oh, if he can run the 48 miles with me because he would act, he was actually going to be in Venice that weekend. And he asked if he can run with me. And Tyler plugged us. And I had another runner. The, the cool thing was I have never met him in my life. I know he is a Chapman lacrosse player. And he is also, um, he's half black, half white. So he is a person of color as well. I think we might be the only two black players in Chapman lacrosse history, but we have never met before. And he came over and he stayed the whole weekend with me, ran all 48 miles. I, and just from this, I have made a new friend just from what we were doing. He was so interested. He was so inspired by what was going on. And is- so he reached out, Tyler, um, reached out to me. He stayed with me the whole weekend, had a roommate for the 48 hours that I've never met before, but we, um, we hit it off. And well, the, mm-hmm. the other cool part about that is Wesley's also a, a NorCal guy. So he's a, he went to Akalani, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. 
So that's that's pretty cool because you you know both NorCal guys go to Chapman and connect up down the road in a way that's super meaningful, right? Exactly, exactly. So after we finished that run, um, Dallas, our coach, actually he drove up with his wife from San Diego. That's that's oh. commitment. He drove up two hours just to run four miles and <laughs> well, well, four hours round trip. Uh, to run four miles with uh, there were four of his players, which which was cool, which was very cool, and yeah. yeah once we finished the run, we we closed out at fifty eight thousand, and Tyler and I, we we talked a little more, and we start discussing next steps, next steps, Tyler. I can't wait. This is gonna be good. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it just went so well, and you know, we figured. What can we do? You know, we don't want to just let this die off. You know, it just, it, it, it was, it was fun for us. It was, it was a positive thing for, for everyone that got involved. Uh, so initially we were like, you know what, we'll do an annual 48 for Floyd. We'll do it on George Floyd's birthday. Uh, we'll do it every year in May. But then it was like, you know, a year kind of seems like a long break. You know, I think that's absolutely something we're going to continue to do. Uh, but then Justin actually texted me, must have been a week or two ago. He's like, hey, man, I got an idea. So uh, we haven't really announced this yet. I think we're going to announce it this afternoon. Uh, but Justin was like, what if we do just like a general 48-4? You know, like it's just 48 for anything. And so we sure. kind of started brainstorming. We're like, okay, like this, you know, it could be all inclusive. It's not just Black Lives Matter. It could be for uh, LGBTQ. It mm-hmm. could be for anything. Um, so that we kind of honed in on this idea of 48 for change. Mm-hmm. And so now we're thinking we're going to, we're going to launch some kind of organization, some kind of foundation, uh, very much in the early stages of, uh, fleshing this whole thing out. But, uh, I, I think now the idea is to keep this alive and allow people to continue doing the, uh, the 48 mile challenge, uh, in relation to us, but do it for whatever cause you know, they, they, they see, uh, or, or their desire. So that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. 48 for change. I think that's, I think that's what it's going to be. That's the name. We'll that's the name. I love it. I love it. You know, what's cool about that is you're taking something that's super important. And I think, uh, you know, I've seen all these posts on Facebook and, and, and wherever else, you know, the whole, like, um, when people say all lives matter and there's that whole thing of like, well, you know, if, if, if one house is on fire, you don't go and check on all the other houses, right? You just deal with the one that needs dealing with at the time. And, and it's like, you know, with this, with what's going on, black lives matters is what needs to be focused, but mm-hmm. you know, obviously long term, there's going to be other causes that need that same energy and same focus and whatever it is. I think you guys are having a great way of putting that forward for people to rally around the, the, the need at the time and help support, you know, those changes that should occur in our society to, to help those people. And, and hopefully we can all see that and get behind that. And then we just move change along more quickly than we have in the past, you know? Exactly, cool. exactly, exactly. And that, that was the thought. That was the thought we did take into consideration that all lives matter. Uh, we want to be all encompassing. So the thing is, if all lives matter, which they do, black lives right. are part of the all lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the, yeah. which is the funny thing they are a part of the all lives so that is the focus right now and like right. um tyler said um we can we can jump from which cause it can be immigration it can be anything 
but we want to be all inclusive because everyone does matter. Doesn't matter right. which side. Everyone does matter. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We, we're actually thinking since Tyler and I were both athletes, um, fitness is a huge part of our lives. The 48 for change. We're going to continue doing an annual, an annual 48 mile run, but we're also thinking we can also turn this into a running group as well. Sure. A running group as well, a fitness group, group workouts. Tyler is in Seattle, base there. I'm in Los Angeles, base here, uh, base here. So we can spread it out, reach more people, spread the awareness that much faster. Yeah, well, tap into your tap into your boy Conbro Chill. I mean, he's following. I'm sure he'll be able to help you guys out because he's a you know he seems like the type of guy who would galvanize a group to do something like yeah. this. He's got a good head on his shoulders too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that's great, fellas. I mean, that's that's awesome stuff. I'm pumped to hear that. And you know, if if I can help you out here in Virginia, I will do anything. Anything you guys need, you can just ask. Um, you know, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And that's uh, that's what we do as lacrosse members, right? We look out for each other and and help uh, spread the game, but also spread the spiritual side of it, which is uh, equality and and making sure everyone has access and you know, recognizing our shortcomings and doing everything we can to, to shore those up. So, um, anything else you guys want to share before we kind of put it, uh, put this guy down for a little bit? You know, I'd like to say thank you to you. This has been a great fun conversation. Uh, we appreciate you inviting us to join on. This has been awesome and spread the word 48 for change. We'll, uh, We'll uh, we'll send over the info once we start to put this thing together. But we'd love to have you participate and spread the word and get involved in whatever way you can. That'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully, this isn't the only time we talk. I, I'd like to have you guys on again and, and keep uh, keep that momentum. Like you said, it's such a absolutely such an important thing. You know, I think uh, I was just talking with my assistant coach here at Tech, and we were talking about how you know it's it's almost depressing uh, that if you look on national media, you can't find very much on, on these black lives matters protests and they're still happening and they should still be happening because nothing's been resolved, right? Like Congress has continued to move at the snail's pace that it always has. And uh, you know, we need to resolve some of these issues and get them moved to, to be done in a, in a way that's meaningful for everyone. And, you know, I was just telling them, I was like, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because it just means that, you know, 90% of America is just going to be like, oh, it's it's over. It was just a blip on the radar. And mm-hmm. the reality is not, and it can't be. You know, it has to, has to change. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll get to talk again about this stuff. It'd be awesome. So Perfect. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Awesome, fellas. Uh, well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And uh, as always, you guys can follow us on social media at 101 underscore LAX on Instagram and at 101 lacrosse on Twitter and Facebook. We will also post uh, Justin and Tyler's uh, Instagram handles in the show notes. Like, review, subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, see ya.